Podcast. What number are we, Eddie? What uh, look, look, 79, I think. I think we're 79 this week? Yeah. Wow. We're getting up there. We say that every week, but it's 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 truer every week, isn't it? It's true every week, Tom. Every week we're it's little, truer. We're a little closer uh, to the time. And 79's, it's going to be a special one, I feel like, uh, because it's been a special week. It's, it's been, been a special five days. It's been a very special five days. Uh, we are recording this on the fifth and final day of what was a pulsating yeah. First Ashes I, test. I like the word pulsating. I, think, I love I it. Think, I think it's, it was every bit of pulsating test match. It was a great test match. It was a dream, Thomas. It was a dream. It was, it was. Dreams do come true at the start of summer. The best thing about it, and we'll get a little more into the specifics of the game, but just the... It wasn't a blowout either way, and it was like... Well, there were, no, no look, not until late. No, look, t- not until late, but I mean... It was the the final the final the ten wicket win does not do the actual contest justice. Even no. Like, no, am I upset about it? Absolutely not. No, no, no. Will I be remembering a ten wicket victory? Absolutely. <laughs> but in the immediate recounting of the test match and the pulsating nature with which we experienced it, yeah, uh, the ten wicket win doesn't do it justice. It the the. The the amount of like momentum changes and like oh we're not in a good spot here but now we've come back or oh England's not in a good spot here oh fuck now they are it was just uh it was it made for very enjoyable even though it was the run rate was slow as fuck it's yeah but fuck. you and I said a couple of times we get to enjoy the, the match together uh, on Friday day two day two day yep. two we 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 gave it our all. Uh, you are and uh, another friend of ours, Max. He's a big a, cricket fan. Big I cricket think fan. I think you can refer to him as a purist. You can absolutely much refer like to him as a ourselves. Yeah. Well, look it, it, during during winter, I prefer to not acknowledge Max as a fan of the show because he's a dirty merger club supporter. Sure. But sure. in summer, a summer yeah. Max Downs. Yeah. Well, he's a purist Ooh. in the summer months. He is. He's a purist. Always been a summer boy. Yeah. Tom. Always time. been a summer boy. Now, so just to just to touch on your slow run rate point. Yeah. That didn't bother me in the slightest. No, it didn't really bother me either. It was sort of it was one of those things where like I tell you, I tell you when it, it bothered me. I tell you when it bothered me. The first day was kind of slow. The first day was a bit slow going. England were just sort of well, seeing out the fucking ball. I, I think more than anything, day one annoyed me because usually the Gabba, the Gabatar Tour, they they've been calling it, got a bit of spice and carry and bounce on the first day. Yeah, and it didn't seem to and have it, it. Well, it was a bit. Well, they'd got they got some rains earlier in the week, and some rain, and it rained on the first day as well. So I think for for that reason, I was a little deflated because I just thought our boys would come out and go a little Mitchell Johnson on them. They never really they did that more to the tail than anything else, and it was yeah. just a little bit. I was more expecting him to just be psychos the whole time. So did I. I thought they'd rip and tear all day long. Yeah, they didn't seem to come too hard with that chin music on mm, the reg. No, well, not on the top order. No. The bottom or the tail got that chin stuff. Yeah, yeah, they got some chin tail work. Tail got that over. chin work. That famous chin work. Yeah, you know that. We're the oh, best in the business it. at chin work. Yeah, we do love our chin work. Um, look, uh, because we aren't by any means experts, purists, absolutely, but experts... No, not, not the nuances. Questionable expertise. Um, 
we won't go through and break down the game like I'm fucking Don Bradman. No. But uh, I may just rest like to, in peace. may he rest in peace eternally, the goat, the demigod of Australian sport. Um, greatest cricketer of all time. Best average. <laughs> Only better than Smudge, though, so make of that what you will. Um, as a captain, I'm, I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> um, I had possibly the best five days of my life, and that's and I can really say that genuinely as an adult of 28 years of age, yeah. 28 years young, yeah. looking 30 though, I oh. had the best five days. Two days off work, Thursday, Friday, sure. couldn't have come at a better time. Uh, glorious, time. glorious, both sunny as well. So I was beach, then cricket. Read every. Uh, National newspaper available, sports section only. I read some international papers as well. Wow. I went to BBC England just to get get a pommy opinion. See, now that's nice, Eddie. That's a well-rounded approach there. I chose just, you know, your your stock standard Daily Telegraph, Sydney Morning Herald Australian uh, shit. Yeah, I get that. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Drank beers by myself on Thursday. Yeah. Then you and Max came over Friday. We worked ourselves into a serious session on Friday. Oh, yeah. Bit, oh, nice yeah. big uh, case of VB tins for punters and dribblers out there. Just interested in what we what our it's poison a cube, was. A cube, thirty tins. Cube of tins, maybe some other stuff. Uh, uh, had a little swim. Little swim. Had some aportos. Uh, it was it was a baking hot day, and and we sat here and digested just a just a great day. In the nation's sporting history, I it think was it's a fair great day. It was a great day. Nathan Lyon was, I think, oh, absolutely just Nathan, going nuts. He, I mean, Gary was at work day two. He was at he was at work all day, all most that, days. Mate, most really. of, mate, that run out was Bar today. That run out was a thing. It was a yeah. thing of wet dreams. God, yeah. yeah. Gary the goat at full stride on the bounce, one hand pick up, just bang. God, yeah, it was just perfectly timed and executed, wasn't it? I, I mean, can't, I can't imagine. God there being... damn, you almost wanna, you almost wanna look for photo, like a photo of him at at full, full stretch. stretch. You know what I mean? And just regathering, and maybe have just like stills. Of, of it in Mate, black and white. You know what? They're probably you know what I mean? Gonna... And put it in the man cave. That, that'll come up in the memorabilia things. I think you know, Channel 9 will be on that. That could be, in, that could be a Western Australian. So by, by the Wacker test, they go, now look, if you want this Gary Lyon piece of memorabilia, yeah. the famous run out have of you the ever seen, Have you ever seen a goat run a man out at full, at, at full stretch? <laughs> the first photographic evidence of a goat running a man yeah. out. Yeah. Right yeah. here. here it Elegantly. Is. Elegantly. Elegantly. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's in black and white. Individual stills. 12 stills. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a story of the man, the goat. Um, so, I mean, I guess, I guess, really, as I said, rather than go through the actual game, I think it's probably best for us just to pick out some golden moments. Um, uh, obviously, obviously, Smudge's fucked up ton, and I mean that in the most uh, well, well, I, I, complimentary yeah, sense yeah. of the word. Well, it was one hundred and forty-one, not. But just how 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 fucked we were. We were. Completely fucked. We're on day two when we were four for seventy six. I had my head in the pillows that I'm sitting on right now. Yes, in in a pit of despair. Yes, my, the whole summer, as far as I con- was concerned. Look, I may have got a little carried away. I'd had a couple of beers at this point. Yes, but but I was prepared to write off summer. To write off summer. That was the cynic in me. The cynic that's seen some biblical batting collapses. Yeah. The cynic that had to sit through Trent Bridge and Edge Baston. Yeah. You know those sort of collapses. The, 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 the cynic that had to sit through the two thousand. 10 Ashes series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that cynic. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. A man who's seen a lot of a lot of fucking harsh sporting moments. A man that had to sit through a recent bed 
shit that was the New South Wales origin team. You know what I mean? Yeah. All my teams seem prone. Yeah, yeah. A cynic who's had his heart broken. Yeah, yeah. Too many times. Too many times. So it was flashing before my eyes once again. But who should stand up when, when his nation needed his mo- him most? And, and literally put the nation, Tom... The nation. The entire 24 nation. million punters, yeah. dribblers and punters and dribblers. Nationwide. Onto his back. Onto his back On- and carries them for eight and a half hours. 517 minutes. Longest ton of all had time. The, had the fucking nation on his back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just his thirst for run. His you reckon un- that's some his unquenchable th- thirst for unquenchable run. Unquenchable, insatiable thirst for runs just just but but not just any runs tom ashes run and but the, the best thing about it was and just going off what all these commentators have been saying is they're like england tried fucking everything to I've get nev- this man out i've never seen fields like that it was like there was like six, they had six on the leg side at once at one point they tried everything and he was just like all right i'll just go back to to watching the ball and not actually playing at it until you just uh, get out and then i'm going to at one point at one point he scored once off a hundred balls that went down the offside. What? So he's, he, he, he so anything outside off a hundred balls that went down outside of the off stump. He scored once. He just left them. Just left them. That's nah, a man with a nation nah, on his back. Don't want him. Well, because but I mean, don't could you imagine if he got out and and we got to give uh, Swamp Junior the some credit total recall. Cat with nine lives, a bit of credit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him some credit because because we really needed Swamp not to shit the bed there, and we Swamp really and needed him. Not Swamp to. Swamp faced 140 knots. Yes, you know what I mean. Like he he he, he wore some knots on the chin. Got to 51, but in t- typical smart Swampy Junior fashion, sort of goes cheaply the next morning. Couldn't go on with it. Doesn't know how to. No. As far as I'm concerned. Not accustomed to going on with it. I mean, look, he, he may have go, gone on with it in the past. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not saying he... He never has. He never has, because that's ridiculous. Obviously, we know he, he scored a century on debut in Sri Lanka. We're I just mean, saying it's, more, it's less common. It's more it, flukish for him to go on with it. And, and I think that in the, in the big moments, I, I haven't seen Swamp Jr. go on with it. No, I haven't. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? No. No. But, but 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 Skip knows how to. Skip knows how to go on with it. Skip doesn't know to it. Skip doesn't know how to do Eddie. Let's get out. Um, Literally does not know how to get what, out. What's, what would he be averaging now as as captain? It was eighty going into that innings. No, I think it was seventy nine. I reckon it'd be eighty. He's no. the second fastest to uh, to twenty one centuries or to the, however many runs he's got. Second fastest uh, in the half, amount of in the amount of tests only to Don. So, oh, so only the Don had more tons in less tests. Yeah. Good lord. How psycho is that? And the Don got twenty nine so and the Smith Smith's played sorry, Smudge. He's played fifty seven tests for twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Uh Don got twenty nine in fifty two tests. Don. He got twenty nine tons in fifty two tests, and Smudge is the next best at twenty one and fifty seven. You know, Warner's played like sixty four tests, and he's got twenty tons. Like he's he's he's, he's a motherfucker. Yeah, as well. mate, he's going, and he would have got a ton today if if England had been able to score yeah, some more runs. Exactly, exactly. So he'd be on twenty one as well. He is on twenty one. I think he's on twenty one. I so say he'd be on twenty two. He would be on. Yes, he would be. Actually, I think he's on twenty. But anyway. I feel like you got one recently, but look, let's let's not get into semantics. We can semantics. look those things up. Semantics. Um, All I'm saying is, don't discredit Day Warner's work. No, mate, he's he could go down as one of the great openers of all time. Maybe the greatest open we've ever had. You know, Matt Hayden got 30, 30 knots, thirty tons. Sorry, 
He's on track. He's on track. Matty Hayden he's is not that old. Greatest. He's 31. 30, 31. Looking young with, 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 with a Candace in his life. Oh, absolutely. A couple of young girls. She's been very good for him, I hear. Great for him. Great for him. He's settled into family life really well. Really Take, well. Taking to it like a duck to water, like I'm it, hearing. Uh, I think it shows. It absolutely frankly. shows. shows there were, I mean, we used to hear whispers about David Warner that he was a bit of a... Uh, a bull. The bull. Well, he was a bull and he'd grind some gears. Yes. A grinder of gears, He's I think a it's fair to say. Of gears. I've heard that. Uh, but now, but now, turning into a to do every bet an Australian family man. Yeah, and like an elder statesman of the team. Yeah, look, uh, and and nothing, nothing exemplified that more than when they come out to field in the second innings, bowl in the. Second. Okay, well, uh, look, we're back. We just had a uh, the memory card filled up there. Yeah, that was Te- a little, technical difficulty. technical difficulties. It was untimely. I'm sure we were in the middle of saying something phenomenally poignant. Uh, would have almost certainly been, um, but, but it is what it is. That it is what it is. Um, that aside, while we were running through our technical issues and I was solving them as I always do, mm. you're not the big tech. You're not the biggest tech head, even though I know that technologically speaking, you are far more capable than I am. For yeah. some reason, I'm in charge of tech. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know how that happened, but look, <laughs> we just—it's horribly inefficient. Um, <laughs> we're doing this on a couch. We're, but, yeah. <laughs> we're regressing technologically. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while we were sorting it out, you were looking up. Uh, I think what we, we were talking about was that Davy Warner's really mellowed as a, as a man, uh, and that family's done in the world of good. That's right, uh, um, and also that he. He's twenty twenty. We figured out tons in sixty six tests. I think is nothing to be snickered at. No, uh, have we worked out where that's rating on the all time ton ton to test ratio? The old ton to test ratio. Uh, no. What I heard interesting as well, just while we continue to ramble, uh, the consistency of Smith's form because he's got. 20 tons, 21 tons in like three and a bit years. Yes. Michael Hussey was just going like, everyone has good runs of form, but I just don't remember anyone having this consistent a run of form for so long. Like he's sort of, you know, form comes and goes and you kind of expect for it to dip and dip in and out. Peaks and troughs, Tom. Peaks and troughs, valleys and, and mountains. Yeah, sure. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low. I just don't know. He was like, I just don't think I've ever seen anyone on this hot streak before. It's quite, ex- it's quite extraordinary. It's quite extraordinary. I read this. Uh, I read this piece by Brett Jeeves. Jeeves, tell you what, Jeevesy, I've warmed to Jeeves. Yeah, somewhat. I have walked. I've warmed to Jeeves somewhat. Sometimes I find him a little. Uh, tough to bear. Yes. But other times... Sometimes he can be a bit, like, whingy. Yeah, he, he can be a little whingy sometimes. Almost as if, like, he's, he was hard done by. He's bitter. You know what I mean? He's a little bitter about something. I get some of those vibes from Jeeves. Yeah, he lo- he can be come across that way. But he writes very well. He does write well. And he was saying just about how Smith used to nick outside off a lot during, like, the start of his career. And so now, to sort of to, to combat that, because when he's got his bat up, it's sort of pointed away to, to say, third slip. That's where he takes the bat to. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, when he brings it back down, he, he, it'll go to the leg side. So what he does is he shuffles, not always to the same spot, but shuffles across and to cover the stumps, basically even beyond off stumps sometimes. And in doing so, he then knows the ball's 
that are going to go outside off and he just leaves them. And then if they come in too much, he just whips them off the pads down the leg side. And that's all he does. And so, and, he, and because of his hand-eye, which is just exquisite. Exquisite hand-eye. Exquisite hand-eye. I would say some of the most, uh, uh, what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Formidable. Extraordinary. Formidable hand-eye. Uh, he's very rarely going to go LB. He's confident that he's not going to get out um, hitting the hitting the wickets because he can leave them outside off, mm. and then he just whips everything else away down the leg side. It's just it's extraordinary. That's why they stack the leg side with five or six blokes because that's where he scores all his runs. But even even you get you can't you can't. Keep the smudge down. No, you can't keep a good smudge down. Let's move on from smudge. Superlatives escape us, and yes. we technically can't break down too much more than we have. In well, terms I think of... I think that's all we need to know as punters and dribblers. Yeah, tons technique. I don't know. A uh, couple other things to come out. Uh, Bancroft is mm. uh, every bit an Australian opener. Well, he's every bit an Australian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone I'm prepared to get right and right around. All around him. Uh, the, the the nuts that he showed when uh, he was... Are you talking uh, about the, the fact he doesn't flinch? Yeah, doesn't flinch. Hates flinching. Just doesn't... He's, it's like when he was standing at... Where was he? Like a short fucking... Like silly, silly mid-on? Silly or mid off? or bat pad. I don't know. But he's just got the ball crunched at him. And rather than self-preservation popping in his mind, Bancroft's thinking, I'm going to try and make a catch. Human instinct, you mean? Human, yeah, sorry, exactly. He, 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 uh, he fought against his basic animalistic instincts mm. to protect thyself. Yeah. And he put the nation first. Tries to take a catch when it gets belted into him from what, a meter away? How quick do you reckon that ball was going? Uh, what, like a hundred and something Ks? Uh, and they're heavy. And they're heavy. It's made of leather and cork. It's it's a if you haven't held a six stitcher, tune off now. Yeah, you don't get it. But but for those that have, imagine a rock being hit. They at you. are so hard, and one getting belted at you, at what? It's got to be a hundred and. Can you Google what the average pace it, well, of a ball well, coming off well, the bat it, is? It's 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 quicker than bowling. Surely. Well, I would think so. Look, have, just have a quick little look on the Google. We may not find this out. Look, we may not find this out, but I think it's interesting to know. There's a couple of these things where you go, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just see if we can find the, the, the statistics behind it. I would have thought that it would be uh, it would be quicker than a, a fast bowl. Yeah, I would think that. The speed at which it moves, it's being projected off of, or bounced off a goddamn bat. Now... And then, and then to, further to that, so he's he's copped he's copped that one. He was more disappointed about not making the goddamn catch than he was about getting hit with a fucking, uh, you know, a flying object in the face. Uh, then Anderson, that old geriatric fuck, trying to be all intimidating, pegs it at him, and he just stands in front of the stumps and cops it very close to the dick. I'm all about putting the nation on your shoulders, but I'd like him to protect his dog. So close to the to the jewels. Yeah, to those to the like. Could you imagine if he just got if he just if he just copped it? Because see, it was tough and it was brave. Yeah, but it would it could have gone poorly. It could have gone poorly. and yeah. it could have dropped him. Oh, I can't believe. But even still, even where it hit 
at least visibly as close as it did, still doesn't flinch, still doesn't wince or show any level of emotion. Or like Nothing. it was, it was a poker face. But it's also like you kind of. I wonder what that does to Jimmy Anderson when he's trying to intimidate this new opener, and so he pegs a ball at him, and rather than do anything, he just stood there and just copped it. And was like he yeah. almost, he almost sort of slightly shuffles into the ball. Yeah, he was like, I'm gonna cop this. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna peg the ball at me? All right. And realistically, he's probably getting hit with the ball harder when he's actually getting bowled to. So he's probably like, fuck it. Let me just wear one. Look tough. Yeah, look, look like a motherfucker. Look like a and badass. let Jimmy know that he can't just peg it at my stumps whenever no. he wants. And now, and now I get the enjoyment of seeing you have to apologize. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you hit me because you were trying to be a tough guy. Mate, he's, he's legit. Like, he's, uh, he's. He just seems like he's got a, was, a bit of fight in him. Yeah, well, that's it. Was a and bit then, of fun. well, let's, let's, let's move on to that. So. It then comes out late Sunday. Late that, Sunday? That Bairstow, Narrowly Meadows? Yeah, narrowly. Working for Triple M, I believe she was, narrowly. And it came up, I think it was picked up on a Triple M stump mic. And it was Warner going to Bearstow. Well, mate, like, you know, don't you be headbutting our mates. Don't you be headbutting our mates. And they heard it and they're like, oh, what the hell? God, I love a stump mic. Um, I'd like to be. I'd like to be listening to one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, is there is there a way? Is there a way uh, as as a devout cricket tragic an Australian Tom? Yes, that that I could purchase some sort of membership where which would give me access to stump mic audio. And you'd have to almost. I think you'd have to sign a waiver that you weren't going to be. And obviously, you are an I NDA. Would. Yeah, an NDA. You couldn't go around. To, well, you could. You couldn't go around complaining about what was said. You know, you couldn't go and divulge the information. Yeah. But you, you got it's like pay per view. It's like pay per view. It's like showtime. Yes. Main event. You shit. can make some good money out of that. Cricket Australia needs to think outside the box for a change. hundred percent they need to think outside the box. What I mean, what would one be prepared to pay? Uh what, fifty bucks a test? Fifty uh, bucks a day? I would say I'd say at least fifty bucks a test. I would pay at least fifty dollars a test to hear unadulterated stump mic audio. Some just shit talking banter. Just some shit talking banter. It'd be sick. It'd be good. But look, so they've they've hit up Bearstow about it. They've heard it on Triple M, and then they narrowly seem uh, seemingly investigated. I, I assume. Um, well, she's a journalist, so that's her job. Yeah, that's what she's paid to do. Sure, sure. So she's doing her job very well then, by the sounds of it, because the story came out. He did headbutt him, but it all seems like it's a bit of a fucking. Beat up. No, yeah, but no one's prepared to say. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Well, so from Bancroft's point of view, yes, he's like he comes up and he. That was how he said hello. Yes, and and it was hard enough for him to go. Oh, you got me with a good one, but I'm sort of just sort of thinking this scenario through. What what I wonder what did happen? You know what I mean? Well, see, I think that is what happened. Like I think, just but, just like that. Yeah. Well, like walked up and then just to try to be a little bit of in, intimidating. Like, yeah, but yeah. not like I don't think because it clearly wouldn't have been a headbutt that fucked him up because that would have been a brawl started. You know yes. what I mean? And you can tell by the way that Bancroft's reca- like recounting the yeah, situation. Yeah. But it's just one of those ones where like, you know, you know when you've got that friend. Or the or your yeah, I've got, got a couple a friend, of them. But where it's like where someone goes, oh look, he's actually a good bloke, just not when he's pissed. I yes. can think of a couple. I uh, know we're think we'd be thinking yeah, of the same person yeah. probably, or a couple of the same people. Yeah. Um, that's the sort of behaviour of someone you've got to apologise for regularly. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? That's, that's <laughs> the thing where you got to go, yeah, look, sorry. You can be a bit of a fuckwit sometimes. But yeah. he didn't mean much by it. But I also don't think he fucked him up with a headbutt. I think it's one of those ones where, he, you know, you can imagine he's almost just gone and pushed his head into his head like, yeah. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. How are you going? Yeah. And, and if it happened to you, you'd be standing there like, yeah, good. What are you doing? Yes. Like, yes. oh, yeah, no, nothing. I'm just, yeah, that's fine and everything. But like, what the fuck are you headbutting me for? Yeah, that makes sense. I reckon that's definitely what it... I feel like that's how it went down. And he sort of even said, like, you know, there was nothing malicious in it. It's more just embarrassing for England, which I love. It's so embarrassing for England. And it's come at just the right time. Yeah. Because they got beaten by 10 wickets. Stokes is still pending. Just, they're redheads, man. They're red... It's fiery redheads. Fiery red nuts. You know, it's, you know... And also, you know, like they're a little self-conscious. Yeah, a little self-conscious. They're always getting shit on about being redheads. Seems a little short. Yeah. 
he's got to try and prove himself a little yeah, bit more, which he doesn't his... need to do. But I no. think it's maybe just that. And they reckon they does start, they started saying it, and then he got out super cheaply. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it rattled him. Well, they didn't say anything about it. And now they've got to come out and they've got to talk about it. Joe Root's got to be like, "Oh my god, I've got to come out and defend this rubbish." <laughs> but we don't give a shit. We're like, mate, we, no, Australia, do you reckon you kind of come down here and just it's you're gonna get off lightly, mate? He's just he's, he's tried to headbutt bangers, the unflinching man. And he's fucking ended up headbutting him. Now he's the laughing stock of the nation. Just lost by ten wickets. Uh, we're we're flying. Their their attack doesn't know what to do. No. They couldn't get a wicket in our second innings. They couldn't get a fucking wicket. Not one. They're pathetic. And they had they had a couple of opportunities to win that test match. Not one. No. Not, not just one. Mate, they had, had opportunities. And their tail just doesn't know how to work. No, they I, I think it might be stuff. one of those dogs that had its tail removed. Or one of those dogs that just doesn't really have one. That's what I mean. It's just got that little like a nub stump. that can move. Yeah, nub. A it's moving a, nub. It's a, it's a nub. Their nub doesn't wag. No. And then they couldn't even... They couldn't do anything to Warner and Bangers. The Rev and Bangers last I, night. I, I feel like once they got bowled out with a lead of 169... Rev and bangers were almost not going to get out. But they're just, they just, there's a lot of steam went out of them. You could tell. Yeah. When they rocked up to bowl, there was no venom there. There no. was no panache. There no. was no drive. There was no, there was no feeling of, of a W's possible. I didn't think. No, I didn't think so. The pitch got harder. The ball came on, came but, on a lot easier and they just started motoring through them. Um, how it about, how about Mo and Ali not bowling because he has a cut finger? Little cut finger. Has a cut finger. Little cut. Really? Oh, how much does this does this series mean anything to you? I don't think though. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and also punter dribbler, send in confirmation. I don't think you can wrap your fingers at all. And so if you cut, it's just going to make it worse. And you just bleed all over that. Well, you couldn't have a band aid. Their, no, their hands are I all don't wrapped. Think so. as fuck. I don't think so. Not on your bowling. Not hand. on your bo- Not on your fingers. Not when it because that's seen as an A. Well, it's true. It is. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm almost certain that that's the case. Interesting. You can't wrap them. What was he doing? Ah, uh, was he? You think he was? You think he was having a bloody Aussie toss? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't. Certainly wasn't imparting any revs on the ball, Tom. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't from increased revs on the ball. <laughs> no, well, that's one thing that wasn't. That's that. From that, we are sure. Yeah, we can guarantee you that the cut did not happen because of revs on the ball. I've thoroughly enjoyed Kevin Peterson and and Michael Johnson, Mitchell Johnson, Mitchell Johnson, God, so going at each other on Twitter. Oh, can you get the tweets up? Yeah, because I actually don't know if I've read them. I did see the article though. Was it just was it just one tweet? Was it like one? Yeah, thing, but one it's thing? sort of been going on and off over the they hate over the last other. couple of months. They must just hate each other, or is it friendly banter? No, it didn't seem friendly. It's from not the way friendly they were, at all. They were talking about it, but that could just be some clickbait bullshit. No, like in one of the in one of the tweets, Mitt Johnson calls him a flog. Like that's not that friendly. I tell you what. I can't, um, I can't be bothered to find them. No, that's they're, okay. Look, they're out there, punters, dribblers. Go read them yourself. Go read them yourself. Don't make us fucking report on everything. Jesus, we got things to do. Um. Hi, I'm Tom Goodcamp from Stacks Goodcamp. I truly hope you'll never need to call me. However, the sad fact is that accidents happen. People get injured. Should this happen to you, you'll need us on your side. From the moment you call, we'll be there for you. 
to take away all your fears and concerns and to work tirelessly and compassionately to get you the compensation you deserve. So if you've been injured at work or on the road, call me on 1800 25 1800 and get Stacks Good Camp on your side. If you're even thinking of buying your first home or investment property, get educated at the Successful Ways First Home Buyers course. It's an entertaining way to learn about the entire buying process, how to take advantage of stamp duty concessions, and how to avoid costly mistakes. We guarantee you'll feel educated and empowered about buying your first home. It's your chance to enter the property market and set yourself up for the future. Book now at successfulways.com.au. Now, look, I think that's cricket. That's Well, that's that's the test match. We won it today. It was easy as fuck. But I'd like to just tell you just a little bit about what I did yesterday. Now, punter dribblers, you obviously know that we uh, live and breathe everything. That is test cricket, cricket, sport, rugby league, God's game, whatever it is. Yesterday afternoon, I got a little inspiration. A friend of mine, Henry Wells, friend of the show, friend of the nation, uh, goes, mate, I've got a kit bag with pads and a bat and a couple of six stitches do you want to go up to the Nets? I haven't played in the Nets for probably, what, five, six years? Maybe ten years? I don't know how fucking long it's been. I reckon I could almost name the last time we went to the Nets. Trump apart. Yeah, that's it. And that was, how long ago was that? Yeah, that was a long fucking time ago. That was a ago. long time ago. Yeah. And uh, like, and I tell you, the only thing I know to be different between then and now, that my body has degenerated like rapidly and like my physical conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's obvious. It's 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 plain to see. Yeah. Just physically, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's visual. Yeah, visually, like yeah. you can tell that yeah. as much as any sort of mental side effects. Yes. So we went up there, mate. Had a great day. I tell you what was fun. Punter what were dribblers. you bowling? I tell you what was good, punter dribblers, because there is an upcoming cricket match that we're playing, me and Eddie, and I actually extended the offering to Eddie and Max Downs who I now am referring to as the Dirty Merger fan, extended the offering to both of them. Yeah. Just on a Sunday, just a little message. Hey, mate, me and Henry going to... Hey, guys, me and Henry going to the Nets. Uh, I was under the impression you like cricket, so just thought you might want to join. No, nothing. <laughs> not even not even a, sorry, mate, I'm too scat to do anything. <laughs> sorry, mate, I'm fucking... You know, I'm going to lunch with the Missos family. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I'm out of reception and I'm stuck somewhere. Nothing. Nothing. And then I see Eddie today and he's like, how are the Nets? I'm like, fuck you, how are the Nets? <laughs> fuck you. Don't ask me how the Nets were, you piece of shit. You didn't even respond to me. But, but in all honesty, how were they? They were great. I was I was, uh, I was trying Because obviously to... we're training for something. Well, that was it. So we've got this cricket game coming up in a couple of weeks. It's a city versus country game. And I just don't know what I'm... Because obviously, like, we're all going to have a bat and have a bowl. Well, you're skip. Well, yeah, I'm skip of the countryside, yeah. which is an honour that was bestowed upon me by yeah. Max. Big honour. means a lot. I don't, Huge honour. I don't know exactly what it entails yet, but... Well... Look, I just want to lead from the front, mate. Lead just, from the front. You've got to get the... Bo- you got to, you got to carry... The- Carry the countryside if we need you to, but I mean, we're pretty stacked. Yeah, we're pretty stacked. I can't see us needing any carrying. No. But so I was mainly just working. Like, we all had a bat, and you know, you're just getting back into the swing of things with yeah. the batting a little bit. But with bowling... Bowling rips the bod, dude. My my side, my arms... Because you never use those muscles. You never use those ever. muscles. And, and when you're doing it, because there was only like three or four of us doing it, you're doing... Like, by the time you've... you've 
bold and then you get the ball back and you go back up to your 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 run up your mark your mark mm. you, someone else is bold and then you're back on again like it's just this rotate you're just going non-stop what were you what were you work did you go through the full repertoire I went through the full repertoire yeah, yeah. your medium pace uh, sort of line and length yeah and yeah. then uh, you pidge stuff you pidge work you, you, you put it on a five cent piece yeah, yeah. Um, and then leggies obviously is where I see myself as a as a as like a real loss to the nation in terms of what could have been a world class leg spinner yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you've got all the hallmarks. I'm overweight. I've, yeah. I like to smoke cigarettes sometimes. You like co- cans of Coke, got pies, pies, hot dogs, candy, pizzas, just like sugar. If you just yeah, got like sugar. Just straight of sugar. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate milk. Yeah, I love a chocolate milk. VB. Sausage rolls. Victoria Bitter, My Nation, Test Cricket, all yeah. the things. Yeah. You'd make a tremendous leggy. Yeah. So look, I wasn't... You just can't rev. You just can't rev. Well, you know what? I was eventually, eventually, I was getting some revs on the ball. Eddie. You were, but I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, and any city players, bloody, you know, listening to this, if there are any, if there are any out there in your bloody suits with your gelled hair, mm. keep an eye out for my wronging. Keep an eye out for it. It'll you be coming. You, you just got to land it. It'll be coming late. You landed over. them. I was, I was going all right, not, not consistently enough. But I tell you what else is kind of I tell you what throws you off a bit is having the roof of the nets. Not that this is an excuse because I just was below par as an athlete. Yeah. But having the roof of the nets and not having like a clear space to start, like you'd fuck them up. You'd like you, you, you the height you were yeah. throwing, and it just yeah. sort of wigged you out from time to time. Sure. But don't think for a second that I wasn't throwing down a couple of rip snorters. I've always felt the, found the wrong and easier to turn. It's much easier to turn. My wrong and turns more than my leggy. Oh, yeah. I should really just bowl wrong and My then... leggies are more just like, they just go straight always. Yes. They just go straight they on. They just kind of go straight like on. Like a flipper. Yes. Yeah. Could I ask you this? Uh, the, the pitch we're playing at, is it a turf pitch or a real pitch? I don't know. Because if it's a real pitch, that will be the fucking best thing in the world. I'm pretty sure they play grade cricket, grade cricket there. down there. So, so it has to be. It's a real one. It's got to be. They're not playing on AstroTurf they won the world. Not great cricket. No, of course not. They wouldn't. No well, way. Max, if you're listening to this, please, uh, just, just get send, back. Just if, send, send your skipper message. Yeah, send your skipper message. Uh, firstly, get back to me about the net session, your dog, and then... He did. No, he didn't. He replied saying, how'd you go? Well, that's... After we've been and played fucking cricket. <laughs> so that's the same thing. It's, it's just the text version of what you did when you saw me. <laughs> uh, I would like for... i I'll tell you what the Tonga... It was just a bit of rugby league. i tell you what the, the, the Tonga-England game tells you about fickle fucking rugby league fans. People piss and moan about referees not making decisions and go on a video referee time and time again. No, literally piss and moan every single week. Every single game, every that single That is week. the go-to topic on all talkback sports shows. Referees get involved too much. You're like, okay. And look, they do maybe, or they don't. Like, you know, they do and they don't. They do. It's fucking part of the game. But that... Tonga, like that Tonga, uh, the Tonga no try at the end, clearly was a knock on. Clearly. And the game was over. Yes, maybe he could have gone to the video referee just to satisfy the, the rage of some Tongan fans. And from all reports, there were a couple that got in a little unruly in the streets afterwards. Is that right? A couple of brawls. But 
fuck, man. Like, Jesus Christ, can we just... Matt Chechen, I think it was that who it was. He had to change his name on Facebook because there were Tongan fans that were hitting up his family on Facebook, like threatening him. Oh, Jesus Christ. See, that's... Come on. You've had a... It's been a nice run, Tonga. You guys have had a great World Cup. You've had a great World Cup. You made the semi... You, had a, you, had a, you gave it a good shake. You almost made the GF the big dance where you would have got mauled to death. Yes. I mean, that much is certain. Maybe just be grateful that you missed out on a mauling. Maybe be grateful that you missed out because you know who's just copping it all summer long now? It's England. The yeah, Palms. they're going to lose they're gonna this. Get a, they're going to get a, two maulings on the weekend, Tom. Two maulings. Dos maulings. <laughs> Um, well, while we just roll on, because I feel like this is going to be a majority cricket podcast. Yes, yes. Um, the Wallabies. Are we gonna? Are we, we we're talking Wallabies. Well, I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the highlights. I don't care. I saw the scoreline. It made me physically ill. And I mean, I just don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, with there that. was a red card in the 39th minute. Yeah, that doesn't help. Scopi Kepu. I didn't think it looked that bad. Yeah, he cleaned out and went straight for the head. It was. It was. It was bad. Was that red card bad? Yeah, I think. I think you probably say it was. Okay. Well, not like not like the most bloody outrageous thing I've ever seen in my life. You know what I mean? But Kepu should have known far better, Tom. Far, far better. Far better. And sort of dives at his head with his big, big shoulders. So obviously we're a man down. They seem tired. The lads just seemed like they were out of puff. Out just over it, you know. Over it. They got they got towed up last week against the English. Well, they didn't get towed up. They gave it a. They had a good account of themselves, but sort of blow out late. It the, was a toweling-ish up. It was a. It sort of blew out late. Uh, this is probably over rugby. They're like, you know what? And we'll they, just I just think they're over it, mate. Off. They play a lot of footy. They, they play, play a, a lot. If you're in the international side, they play a fuckload. They play. They'd have to start training. They would be training now if they weren't in the international side. And they're because when's come... the season start? February. Uh, maybe February. It starts, it starts early in the league. February. It? And when is it? It's November, and they've just finished. So they get like two months off. And they are playing so much rugby, and so like they would just be bored and over the whole fucking thing. They basically play every week during that period, and they're going to South Africa, weekends. Argentina, New Zealand, yeah. South Africa, Argentina, New Zealand, Japan, Canberra, Europe, Canberra, Canberra, Canberra. Mm. Canberra. That's the that's the toughest road trip on the whole thing, I think. Canberra, middle of winter, minus five. Bruce Stadium, whatever it's called, cold as fuck, or is it called Pure Milk Stadium? No. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely called Pure Milk Stadium. Pure Milk Stadium down there. So, look, I'm, I'm going to forgive the Wallabies. But this, do we just lose to the Scottish now? Is that where Australian rugby is? We lose to Scotland. Yes. We, are, we lose to Scotland. Yeah. And not just lose to them, get, like, mauled by Scotland. Yeah, I think that's... I think look, That's where Australian rugby's at. Because we lost to them in Australia. I don't know if you remember that, where Israel Folau leapt high above everyone for that try. We lost to Scotland then, I'll have you remember. Yeah. And then now we get absolutely... But fuck, mine. Scotland have come on, no question. No, I don't think they have. No, they have. They do a lot better in Europe than they have. They used to get tailed up. They used to be like Italy quality, right? Now they're better than say Wales. So they used to be like the Azuri, exactly. They're not better than Wales, are they? Yeah, I think they are now. They're they're ranked higher than them. That's for sure. Are you sure about yes. that? Yes. I don't know if you are. Or if you're just saying that, they are. I'm looking at your face. They are. But you're up. smiling at yeah. me. Look it up. Look it up. I B world on. rankings. IRB World Rankings. Let's check it out. I bet you we're lower than Scotland. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, if they're updated since the weekend, we're every chance. We were third. 
It's funny because we put up these good fights against New Zealand and then when it comes to... Yeah, see, Scotland is above Wales. So what do we got? Give us the rankings. New Zealand, England, Australia, Ireland, South Africa, Scotland, Wales, France, Argentina, Fiji. Argentina? Yeah. I don't know why I said that. No, I don't know. And then Fiji's 10th. Italy's 13th. I mean, you know. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So we got towed up by what seventh in the world? By sixth. Sixth in the world. Okay, great. Good stuff, Australian. Good rugby. stuff. Good, Good stuff. Way to round out another fantastic year for the fucking boys and girls. So let's we'll just put a bow on that for the Wallabies just for a year. Let's just yeah. bury that year. Yeah, yeah. I want to get rid of that oh, year. Let's let's, uh, that let's year stop out. talking about us beating. Uh, the All Blacks in a dead rubber, as if as if we were going to take super amounts of confidence for that, yeah. and that we're a new team, and no. we're going to go to Europe and win every match we played. I, I mean, feel like just, that is let's a very just drop that shit. If I hear that shit again, I'm gonna I'm gonna literally blow up because <laughs> dead rubbers don't mean a fucking thing. I'm sorry, they don't. They don't mean well, anything. Tell that to the players. Uh, no, I'm not telling anything <laughs> to the players. I'm telling you, dead rubbers don't mean shit to us or the players, but especially us. So if you're in a dead rubber, in origin, in a Bledisloe, whatever it is, do not try and polish that shit if no, you win it. stop trying to polish dead rubbers. Stop trying. And the next bloke that does will be whipped. Uh, whipped within an inch of his life. <laughs> He's signing off here, but I'm just going to check if there was something else that I felt we needed to talk about. You know what? There is. And it's back to cricket. Because <laughs> I forgot about it. Oh, yeah. There is one thing we need to say as well. Okay, well, you can get that on after because I'm not the fuck you're talking about. But I'm talking about Mo and Ali stumping. I think it's completely out. I think, given the laws of the game dictate, Tom, yep. that there has to be some part of his body behind the line. That or the bat. The yep. bat wasn't. No, the bat certainly wasn't. Bat certainly wasn't. Uh, and I didn't see any part. All right, we're back. We had another bloody dropout. Another dropout. We were mid Moeen bloody Ali rant. The guy thinks that he can fucking. Well, as you were saying before, the, the rule states get something behind the line. He's working with the same crease. Get that, something behind the line. And I didn't see a goddamn thing behind the line. But he knew where the crease was. He knew where the crease was. And people keep crapping on going, oh, but it's fatter, it's fatter, it's fatter. Well, it's it's marginally fatter to the eye on the pitch. But even still, when he's batting, he knows where the line is, fat or not. Stay behind the fat line if you must. And if it was a problem, then he should have flagged the thickness of the line before taking up, you know, before facing up to fucking face a ball. Or or just to be safe, just to be safe, don't go that far out of your crease. There you go. I think you've got plenty of room to work with. Plenty of room. First time he's ever been stumped and he was done by Gaz. So a spinner to spinner, not good for a spinner. I think that's a real like. Oh, that's a real, ooh. Knock to the ego. Yeah, I bet. Especially when he's not getting anywhere near the, the turn and bounce of the Gaz. Man. Revs. No revs, revs like, yeah, no, like no. Gaz. But that's that's what I'd say about that. Look, it was tight. It was a very tight call. I didn't, see, I didn't see any part of his foot behind the line, so it's out. And as for that thickness shit, 
the fucking line's the same for everyone. Stay behind it. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy peasy. It's easy. We didn't get stumped. He did. Uh, before we go, Tom, something a little uh, more somber. Yep. I suppose you'd say. Yep. Uh, this is the, the anniversary today of the death of, of 408 Phil Hughes, Philip Hughes, uh, taken too early. Way too early, before his time. 25, playing the game that we love. He no, loved, he wasn't 25, was he? Yeah. Jesus, that's young. Yeah. 25. He was, he was about, it was about three years ago, I think. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's a year older than me. Mm. So he would have been 25, 26. God damn, playing cricket. Yeah, 25, 26. Yeah. Uh, and as we've said year upon year, he's, he's probably up there opening the batting for the Heaven 11. And look, we can, don't know if you can just go, we can edit it out, but fuck the stadiums getting knocked down and then rebuilt. I just think it's the dumbest thing ever. Is that official? Yeah, SFS and ANZ getting knocked down and rebuilt. ANZ's getting knocked down. ANZ is getting knocked down and rebuilt. To the ground? Yeah. They're just getting rid of it? I think so, yeah. Like, there is no need to knock that thing down. Hang on. I thought they were... I just thought they were putting a roof on it. No, I think they've got to knock it down and rebuild it so that it can have a roof and be closer to the... And they're building, like, adding a few more seats in there or something so it's clo- you're closer to the actual... Well, because it's dog shit at the moment. Well, it's dog shit, yeah, but, like, is that really do, okay, what we're yearning for? Why don't we for? do this? For any of our interstate no, 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 international listeners, we're what talking about, about two stadiums in Sydney. What about this? Why don't we pull down Homebush? Yep. Pull it down. Build an 80,000-seater at Moore Park. Yeah, keep it down at Homebush. And then that's it. Yeah. Take it down, keep it down. 80,000-seater at, Mo- at Moore Park. You've got the light rail going in. They've just they've just done up Parramatta Stadium. It's going to hold 30,000. That's more than enough. It's more that's than more enough. That's more than enough. You can hold all the international tests and, and the big boy stuff at Moore Park. The punters will, co- will come on the light rail. Then you can go have a drink in the pubs. Bit of atmosphere. You'll have the time of your life instead of getting on the shitty train and going out to the concrete jungle and you heard it on the cattle at the end. Heard it on the trains like cattle at the end because it's bedtime. Yeah. That's what happens when you're in Homebush. I think they tear it down and just be done with the whole precinct. It was a mistake. Yes. I'm with you. It was a mistake. Was a the mistake. Olympics should have been at Moore Park. We all fucking know it to be true. A mistake, a big one. Let's just burn the fucking thing down and forget about it. Could you two just not talk anymore? Why is there a war on drugs? What would happen if we made all drugs legal? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality, and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.